let's hear it. Welcome to Box Press Radio. I'm Dan. And I'm Zach. And we're going to discuss which MMO world we'd want to live in permanently. Like, if your consciousness got transferred there and you had to live there forever. Like, you couldn't choose another game. Like, you live on Earth now, but, like, your body's dying and they transfer your your soul and your consciousness into an MMO character in a, in a world. I, I think that's a fascinating concept. I, I feel like uh, this should be an easy thing to immediately start speculating about, but I have so many questions. Like, how liberal are we being with MMOs? I, I feel like, like I, okay, so I guess let me let me explain my vision because this is totally up for interpretation. Like, it sure. does, you, you don't have to just, like, go by the rules that I lay out. It This is just, like, when I think of it, this is what my brain vomits out. Um, so, like, you live in that world, all of it. Like, you are, you know, like, you go through a character creator and it's, like, import character and, like, the closest proximity of you shows up. Yeah. And, like, I guess feel free to change it if you want. If you want to be a cat girl or something, like, go for it. Um but like you live there now. So like all the normal rules apply. Like if you die, you literally just respawn unless you were to pick some sort of MMO where like it's hardcore. And if you die, you die. Um, well, so like, I, that, was, that was another question was like, do you get to play like a main character hero or are you just like an NPC in that world? Cause there's a like, okay. Um, World of Warcraft, like maybe that's not the worst place to be. Unless you're one of the NPCs, then it's probably hell. So you're not like, in my brain, you're not stuck with like, you stand here and give out quests or like you only work in this inn and you can never leave. You're more like a player than an NPC. Like you, you are a player essentially. Um, and like, if you want to go through and do the quests and everything, everything happens that way, but it's not like. It's not like you're playing on a computer, you know, with like all the UI and everything. It's more like Sword Art Online, for example. No, well, yeah. So, is it just going to be like you're in this world, or is it going to be like you're in this world and other people that made the same choice are also in this world? I, I, I hadn't really like... considered that, but it was more of like if other people are playing the game, they're there and you okay. can chat. But like, because I feel like I feel like it's a very different atmosphere if you were to play like a like a private server with just you or you or some of your friends, right? Where you're experiencing World of Warcraft at its most pure, just everything the way that it should be. And then it's a different experience to have people just like jumping up and down on buildings on like motorcycles, and everyone's dancing in the middle of the street and just like clucking like chickens. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Well, and that's that's another consideration. Like, that's something that I've kind of like considered and like gone back and forth on like is it a scenario where if they ever were to shut the game down are you just dead Mm -hmm. or is it deserted and there's no other players but you're still there and you can still interact with all the npcs um so like i guess consider it your like retirement plan which i think is kind of a cool fascinating angle on this like what is your what is your mmo world retirement plan like what if your choice, you know, like you made this choice like, tw- you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago or whatever, and you chose Star Wars Galaxies, which is now a defunct game. Um, 
you know, what, what's your retirement plan? You hang out on Tatooine and the cantina, like, or is it just graveyard? Like you're, you've gone to MMO heaven and you know, you, you don't exist anymore. No. So I don't remember you watched a lot of Futurama, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. So you remember the episode where they have to go and like get, like, I think they have to break the professor out of like a retirement home or some shit like that. And it's just like rows and rows and rows and rows of like VR coffins. Yep, that's what I'm hoping for yeah. in the future. Like, hundred percent. Yeah, I like that concept. Like, let's. I would say that, but you were also connected with all the other retirees that were hooked into the same. Like you, like you bought a package. Like, there's the World of Warcraft package. There's the okay. Final Fantasy package. Yeah. And like one other one that I had kind of considered because it was like, I, I guess this is like my brain like reverting to like its initial like idea of an MMO when I thought of this concept, my initial first thought was like, Oh, that would be like going to dot hack where it's like a simulated MMO where there's no actual other players, just simulated other players. And that's like the equivalent of like the MMO purgatory where you exist forever in a dead world, which is a really horrifying sentence. Now that I have spoken that out loud. (laughs) I feel like, though, we could still roll that into the same idea, the retirement home idea, and just that's the super expensive package where you get your own private server for people like you that uh, are solo players. Yeah. Like, I, would I, just, be... I want to retire into this, like, like, for instance, I want to retire into World of Warcraft, but I want to retire into a private server where nobody else exists. Fuck off. <laughs> so, and the other kind of, like, I guess this is like another self-imposed caveat. So like if I were to pick a game like world of Warcraft and let's say the game is no longer played. It's a solo server. You know, I've got my own private server with just me and NPCs. Um, I'm, I'm stuck with the systems in that game. So, like, let's say you you were to pick a game that doesn't have, like, food or, like, cooking in it. And you're only, like, there's no food whatsoever. So you just never get food. You never get to eat. You never get to enjoy food. Or, like, there's no fishing. So, like, the game doesn't have a fishing mechanic. So you can't fish in this game. Even if there's water and fish. But you can get real complicated with that. Like, okay, so what if... There's no fishing as a mechanic for the player, but there's clearly NPCs that fish. You still can't because it's it's only systems and you like it again, this is my brain. When I imagine this, it's you're more of a player than an NPC. You don't have NPC abilities, you have player abilities. So if there's no fishing action for a player, if the game were currently operating, when the game goes defunct and you're in you know, retirement home mode. There's no fishing for you because there's no act, no action for a player. Like you are stuck with the actions that are given to a regular standard player of said game. Okay. So I, I have my first pick, but I don't know how much, I don't know how much my pick counts. Cause it's technically a browser MMO. I mean, I, I'm not like saying you can't pick any. I, I'm saying you pick whatever like, you want, but I just, yeah, yeah, no, sure. Like, 
I know I've talked about it before, but I was kind of Cybertown. And because that was all done in VRML, like technically you could in 3D space walk through the entirety of essentially every web page. So like for instance, your your house would have its own web page, your town would have its own web page, and then you could click the VRML mode and you were literally in a 3D representation of whatever that page was supposed you to be. You know what's really funny is that sounds like a exact description of the way that Mega Man Battle Network worked. Um like they had a literal like digital representation of the real world in their VR thing. Yeah. I mean, sort of that way. Um, like I used to bounce around in that world all the time and it was like most of the people were in 3d and everything was done through like chat rooms and shit, but a lot of the, like the players could craft their own stuff if they knew how to do 3d modeling and just sell 3d models of things back and forth to each other. So people would just be like, yeah, I've got a Porsche in my house. So I know somebody that knew how to just model one and I have it now. Well, and I guess, like, that's the thing is, like, it's totally up to your interpretation. And I guess, like, I'm kind of looking at, like, sculpted worlds in my brain. Well, this, but this one was. Like, there would be a town center. There was a mall. There was, like, a PvP battleground area. Like, it literally was a full virtual representation of a weird, like, cyber city. Yeah. I was always fascinated with it because I was like, yeah, like I'm going to go over to the museum or something because the idea of walking through a 3D museum in like the early, early 2000s was just kind of like weird. Yeah, I mean, that that's a completely legit choice. So my my knee jerk reaction was like dot hack. And then I'm like, that seems like a really tragic and empty world now that I think about it in a little more depth. Yeah. Um, and I think that was just my knee jerk reaction. Cause that was like my first, like, I, I guess it wasn't my first MMO, but it was like one of my early, like it, it was the earliest MMO thing that I attached myself to and really got into before like world of Warcraft and all that stuff. Um, but my initial thought, and I, I think this is still my answer is I was like, Oh, I'd pick final fantasy 14. Because there's really good fishing. There's really dope towns where people like they make a complete living, like raising chocobos and racing them or like hanging out in a tavern and drinking. Like there's really good food. There's a whole job related to cooking and fishing. Like there's a lot of stuff that I enjoy doing in that world that I enjoy doing in real life. Um, so here's, that, I, I thought about this because I also thought about Final Fantasy quite a bit but i had one particular problem and i guess this is another thing with how we're doing this is like in mmos there's different events like things kind of change there's new content over time which i imagine you want like you don't want to be stuck with the same limited content forever right the idea is to kind of live in that world um so how how often is the apocalypse gonna fucking happen you know, am I just going to be like sitting outside and being like, it's a nice day. Like, I don't feel like grinding. I just kind of want to enjoy the Elp and there's Ifrit. Now everything is on fire. God damn it. You know? Yeah. But think about the Final Fantasy world too. Like, this is the other part that kind of made me be like, oh, that seems like the obvious choice is like, aside from like the Rome Reborn event, nothing really affects the actual cities. 
everything happens outside the city walls. Like the only things that happen in the cities are the holiday festivals. I mean, I guess you're right. I was just like, yeah, it's cool if I, you know, like, cause again, in my head canon, you can go out and like be a fucking warrior and die and you respawn and it's fine in this world. Like you play by the game's rules. It's not like, oh, I died. So I'm just gone forever because, you know, mind transfer or whatever. Yeah, um, but when I'm, when I'm 82, maybe I just, like, even if I live in an MMO world, maybe I just kind of want to fucking chill. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> when I think of, like, MMO worlds to just, like, fucking chill and relax, like, Final Fantasy is the one that comes to mind. Because, like, I, every time I go into, like, one of these cities where they have, like, a big, like, tavern, big inn sort of place, Adventures Hall or whatever you want to call it, I'm just like, man, this seems like a really cool place to just, like, hang out. Like, just relax. Enjoy life. Like, see the people coming through on their adventures. Um, and they have, like, fucking great food. Like, there's really incredible food and beer and, you know, drinks and all kinds of cool shit to enjoy. There are a lot of beautiful, neat places in Final Fantasy to go to. And that's the other consideration is, like... When I think about, like, what would I want to, like, have as, like, my background, like, my my environment for my e- eternal existence, as it were, like, I, I don't think I would pick World of Warcraft partially because of that. Like, yeah, it's kind of cool looking from, like, a, you know, 2000s MMO point of view, but, like, logging into WoW now imagining seeing like those fucking shitty quill bores wandering around and like the blocky ass trolls. I'm just like, I don't want to look at this shit. Like the barons is just like, like I can think of like half a dozen places. I just would literally never want to go to. Whereas like final fantasy, there's like maybe one or two places where I was like, this place sucks. And, like, not even that bad. Like, it'd be cool. Like, there's definitely some, like, desolate winter zones where it's like, yeah, I'd go here for, like, a a day or two and be like, yep, this sucks. I'm I'm headed back to, you know, uh, whatever it's called, the Black Forest or whatever. Well, it's not not even just the locations or anything, right? I think it's the general feel, like, the NPCs. Like, you go into Final Fantasy, right? Um, And half of the people just seem kind of cheery, and it's fine. Yeah. You go into World of Warcraft and, like, even as part of quests, like, there's people that secretly murdered these people or poisoned these people. These people are all talking shit about those people. Like, everyone in World of Warcraft is kind of either a pussy or an asshole. And let's not forget it's a race um, war. Yeah. And then you go back to Final Fantasy and you're like, wow, there's, like, fucking four beaches I can go to where half of the characters aren't even fully clothed. Like, I'm gonna go fucking talk to these people. There's literally... Oh, yeah, they're, they're, Hey, uh, can you go take this to this person? Yeah, sure. Hey, I, this guy wanted me to deliver this up here. Fantastic. Here's a bottle of wine. Fucking great. <laughs> yeah, there's there's literally like nearly naked women dancing in the city center. Like, fuck it, dude. I'm on board. Sign me up for Final Fantasy Retirement Home. Like, even if there's no other players to chat with, like, there's hella quest lines and stories. Um, like. I just feel like that's like the obvious choice. And I know a lot of people will be like, but I want, you know, I want to be in DC universe online or, you know, 
uh, Champions Online. I want to be a superhero. Be able to fly around the city and blow shit up with my eyeballs. And it's like, yeah, that's cool for like, you know, 10 years if you're generous. And then what? You, you can't eat. You can't sleep. There, there's no sitting down. Like, like that's a hell world. You, you've crafted your own personal hell. You, you never get a break. Whereas, like, Final Fantasy, like, fucking bitches sleeping all over the place. Even World of Warcraft. You can go lay down in the bed. <laughs> go lay down wherever you want. No, all right. Um, so this is, like, a weird consideration, but EverQuest. Yeah. I just feel like, uh, okay, the graphics are terrible, but you still got a lot of the scantily clad people all over the fucking place on top of there's just a lot to EverQuest. Like, it's become kind of a big world, right? They're still making expansions for it. Like, there's a lot of shit to do. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shit to do in, like... Like, okay, another another really great thing for consideration here. Like, this is a... This is probably my number two choice is Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, Because, again, there's a shitload going on. There's a ton of story... And there's a whole universe to explore. That's pretty dope. You can be a Jedi. You can force choke people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's like, food. There's sleep. Because, like, so when you play that game, like, you'll go to a big, dope-looking city, right? But you can't really go to any of it. Right. You're, like, you're kind of, like... There. You're kind of stuck with, like, the few places that you can actually, like, enter. Yeah. Like, it's very, like, it's almost like living on a movie set, right? I, I kind of feel like that game, like, living that game would be just as fun as it is playing that game, which is a lot of running from one place to another. Well, um, and that's kind of, like, it just why... it takes forever. The like, thing that, I don't know. The thing that took precedence for me was, like, like what we were talking about, like the end of life, like life support system for the game where you're like, what if there are no more players and you just want to like retire and hang out in an inn or like have your own cottage or, you know, your own city or whatever. Like, I, I feel like that's why Final Fantasy like wins out for me because I can like I could spend an eternity fishing and eating and drinking. And that sounds all right to me. And then if I want to go, like, murder 37 ladybugs, that's also an option. I mean, there's also Elder Scrolls, right? Yeah, there's Elder Scrolls Online. Um, I think that's I mean, that's probably a pretty good one, too. Yeah, I mean, you've got the whole big world. The, some of the player housing is just fucking fantastic. Um, I mean, you can eat. You can definitely fucking drink. Um you can just continuously build a lot of shit, like basically play Minecraft, the building your own like little fucking well, house fort. And thing. I, I like, do I feel know. like I do feel like when you compare like Elder Scrolls Online to Final Fantasy fourteen, it really kinda does come down to which world you prefer. Because they both have like player housing. They both have, you know, the you know, furniture building and the extra activities of like the fishing and hunting and all this stuff that you can do. Um, so, but again, like there's a lot of places I don't, I, I feel like I wouldn't want to go to in ESO. 
I mean, there, there's a lot of like just empty, dreary places in Elder Scrolls. I don't know. For me, that'd be fine because I like traveling, and like knowing that I don't actually have to like physically exert myself, but just am like, you know, retiring to being inside a world. I'd probably still just travel for shits and giggles. I mean, sure. And I feel like I can travel just base game in ESO a lot without ever running into uh, an enemy. Like you'll see them. But you can easily travel for like forever in ESO and never get attacked by an enemy. I mean, I do that in Final you, Fantasy a lot. It's it's a lot harder in Final Fantasy. I mean, I guess not so much if you have a mount. But... Yeah, and I have a mount. Like I, I feel like that wouldn't be an issue. Um, all right, hold on one second. Let me let's take a a brief break here. I got to go take care of something. All right, um, sounds good. So we'll be right back, guys. Okay, and I'm back. Welcome back. So, something occurred to me. Um, so, fuck, I lost my train of thought. The other thing, I guess, to consider here is, how do we feel about microtransactions in games? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it has to be a self-contained economy, right? So, like... Elder Scrolls Online. Are you subscribed and you get X number of points? You know, per uh, month? I mean, I guess you're going to... Unless you're going to, like, a super cheap retirement home. Yeah, I guess so. Or is it, like, your family can donate money to you like you're in prison <laughs> for the store? just like just kind of a funny thought like oh that's weird no there's a lot of shops in the game so i mean i I imagine you would make accommodations like but i mean like microtransaction versus like in-game shop like you can go kill npcs and like you know fight monsters and get money and spend it on like you know in-game stuff versus like uh, loot boxes Oh, yeah, all right, but what's what is usually in all of those things in most games, right? It's just fucking like cosmetics like, and mounts, cosmetics and shit, right? Yeah, so I mean, most games there's usually an NPC that is actually technically like the cash store. Like, I would just say you just assume there's some kind of in game economy where you can just go buy that, like, you could buy anything else, but there's not in like ESO. Like, you can't just there's like housing you can't purchase unless you use real money currency, like premium yeah. currency. I think that works for the way that it is now, but I think it just gets too complicated when you're talking about like, what about this? What if I guess I was just scenario. thinking, like, do you, you know, just say like, that stuff's unavailable? No, that's what I'm saying. You say that stuff is available, but you don't need cash to pay it for. You can just use you, in-game You can currency. use your in-game currency. Okay. Right. That's fair. I feel like this game too, like, I don't, I don't want to theorize people's questionable capi- capitalist dystopian retirement uh, plans and 401ks and pensions and shit like that. That's, that's getting too crazy. Oh, okay. That. So I, I realized the other thing that I, I thought of that Elder Scrolls kind of has a leg up on as far as like other games out there is there's actually books to read in Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Most other okay. games don't have readable books. So, okay. Here's the thing though. How much do we really care about them being readable so much? Cause like, okay. In the game, the way that we know it now, 
obviously there's not that that many readable books in like world of warcraft but there's plenty of fucking libraries like there's books all over the place well, like in my head canon you are limited to player mechanics so like if it's a book that's on a shelf that you can't pick up off the shelf you also can't pick that pick that book up off the shelf in your mmo retirement I, wow. I guess, like, in my head canon, that's how that works. Because, like, if you're going to say, like, oh, you, you can interact with all these things that are not physical objects in the game you interact with, like, I guess I'm, like, doubling down on Final Fantasy because I feel like there's so much rich lore there. I guess I guess there's a real blur with technology here. Because I'm, like, when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about, like, VR space, right? Like, where could I actually live? Um, but I feel like you're getting so restrictive of like, yeah, you're in a world with books. You just can't pick them up or look at them. Yeah. Like you're stuck in a video game. Yeah. But at that point, basically I'm not even like living in that world. I'm literally just playing world of Warcraft for my retirement. That that's kind of, I guess that's kind of where I was at when I approached this topic in my head. And I'm okay with like the other side of that too. Like, it's not like one is right and the other is wrong. I just yeah, originally no. I thought of it from the angle of like you are a permanent player in this game, like a character, not like it's a different world in any capacity. Yeah, no, I guess the way I'm thinking about it is more like, so am I just playing World of War- World of Warcraft as a retirement plan or am I in the World of Warcraft? Because if yes. I'm in the world, <laughs> it's like, okay... Well, there's books all over the place, and clearly people have written on some of these books because you can read some of them. So can we just jump to the conclusion that, yes, there are books and they have words in them? So, I, like, of course they would, right? Like, so here, here's the other thing, too, though, I guess. Like, when I think of, like, the amount of content in a game, I almost feel like, you know, as far as, like, the number of, like, story quests and side quests and dungeons... Like you can, you would probably, if you were literally living in that world every day forever, you'd probably cover a hundred percent of everything to do in a year or two if you wanted to. Well, okay. Um, so that, so I guess I put more, I put more consideration on quality of life as far as like the, you know, the inns, taverns, you know, cities, things to see and do the food the recreation, like fishing and racing and, you know, like there's, you know, a lot of extra stuff you can do. Like World of Warcraft, you could be a Pokemon trainer, basically. Yeah, I I only have one. I guess this is another kind of question, too, is like, how much are you actually in it? Right? Like, do you not feel or even have simulated any of the effects of just like, stamina endurance or anything like that because i feel like it's really easy to press w and run all over the place and yeah i can probably bam the majority of the world of warcraft in a pretty small amount of time i i feel in my retirement am i going to be totally fine with like i'm just going to do a shit ton of running call me the fucking flash because i'm just going to run all over the world like no in my head canon you (laughs) you're a player in the game like if, if there's a sprint limiter like you can sprint for like 10 seconds and then you got to wait for your cooldown. That's how you work in the game. 
even still, I don't know if that's all I would do. I don't know. I feel like I would take my time and enjoy a lot more of the world. Okay, but yeah, where, you're there forever. Where, yeah, because when I'm well, not only I'm there forever, but I feel like it's different. Like if I'm playing Skyrim, right? I'm gonna generally spend a lot of time, even in the smaller towns, to just like talk to people and see what the inside of their house is like, and just you know, okay, there's four buildings. It's not gonna take me that long. I'm just kind of kind of explore the four buildings and see what's around. Especially when I put like texture mods and EMBs and shit on. If I run through a town in World of Warcraft, I'm like, who can I buy it from? Is there a quest giver? Nope, don't give a shit. Bye. I'm going to forget this town even exists. You know? Okay. So that's an interesting angle. Like, let's say just for, you know, fun, all of the NPCs aren't limited to their, like, their text. Like all the people that, you know, like you go into World of Warcraft and there's like a bunch of houses with just like a person standing there. And like maybe like, you know, when you go into Westfall and they give you the quest to get the Gortusk pie. Yeah. Like, what if you could just keep talking to that lady and like talk to her about how like her mom taught her to make this pie and like she's a living person. Yeah, are we doing, like, Westworld-style AI shit here? Yeah, I, I feel like that's a whole nother angle, because, like, that gives a lot more, like, importance on the NPCs in the game, because if you're if you're purely limited to the, the text of the NPCs, like, all of a sudden, having other players in that game survive is a much more important thing. Okay, here's another question. Um... How strict are we on, I guess, any kind of law enforcement? Because let's say I can I can obviously do things because I can interact with this world in ways that I couldn't necessarily do in-game. Because, like, if I lived in the Final Fantasy world, I could just pick up one of the little, like, midget characters and toss them off of Wimsa Lamosa into the water because I fucking can. Um... Is that totally fine because there's no legitimate like police structure? Or do we just assume that the guards will actually do something about it? And one of the biggest reasons I ask is because in Elder Scrolls, there is actually kind of like a... There, there's a prison. Yeah. Like so there I, are penalties I feel like for that's... stealing shit and whatnot, you know? Okay, so for me, and again, this is all just like, this is my knee-jerk reaction, the way my brain works. I feel like the way that that works is tied to our previous like conversation about like do the NPCs have lives outside of their NPC lines or do they not? If they're if they're non-player characters and they're just like just you know okay. no, no, facts sure. that have no impact and they just respawn and nobody gives a shit, then no. The law enforcement no. doesn't penalize you. But if they I, I, do, then yes, like the twin adder guards will come and fuck your day up if you toss a Lalafell off the fucking bridge in Limsa Lominsa. It really makes you wonder what some of the real world applications of things would be. Because like, okay, yeah, you, you've got the you've got the guards that are you know basically there to protect whatever city state you're in and all of the people in there. I don't know what the legal or justice system is. Like, I don't know that there's actually a place anywhere in the game that says you can't throw somebody off of the top of Limsa Lamosa. Like, well, yeah, I feel like that's totally up for debate, and it's whatever your headcanon tells you. 
for me personally, I prefer the idea that you have living NPCs, even though my initial thought was like, no, you're just a player in the game and you're limited to those mechanics. Because, like, it's just a, a mental exercise thinking about this, really. Like, what is the yep. game, if you were stuck living within those restrictions, which set of rules do you like the best? Yeah. I know, so that's why I was like, man, I got a lot of questions, because that answer could change so much depending on just a factor of things. And I guess the... once again... If we're going on the fact that there's no real, like, for instance, you were talking about whatever mechanics are in the game, right? Like, if you can't make food, then you can't eat. But, like, okay. But, but if you there's won't no die. Real, but if, right. But if there's no real justice system, like, there is a justice system in Elder Scrolls. If I steal something, I could go to jail. In Final Fantasy, like, yeah, I guess it exists, but nobody ever, it, it's not a mechanic that you can get arrested for I something. I guess I so. Guess like, so... Final Fantasy, then, because, well, if I can just murder people and break the law whenever I feel like it's NPCs because funsies, ooh, that probably is better than I accidentally moved a bowl in Elder Scrolls and now the guards are taking me to the prison. Yeah, yeah. Fun. well, and I guess the other thing is, like, if if you're moved into the world as a player character and you're stuck within these rule sets, like... Life gets pretty boring pretty quickly. Like, it's an eternity stuck in this game. Like, you can't yeah. die. You can't starve to death. If you do die, you respawn. So, like, you're... It's almost like... When, when I think about, like, committing crimes in a game and not having any consequences, it's kind of like the fantasy of, like, being a vampire... Where, like, you're able to go and, like, you know, kill people and suck their blood, but you live in this big castle and nobody ever comes and arrests you. And when the pitchforks and torches come, you turn into a bat and fly away and LOL, fucking noobs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, yeah, you know, the the power and authority is there, but it doesn't apply to you sort of thing. Like, I guess that, that, that was my initial thought on that is like you're you're kind of like yes that stuff exists but it kind of doesn't apply to you sort of thing because you're like there but you're able to still kind of like play around the rules because like even elder scrolls you're there in eternity and they lock you up in prison for a month for like you know murdering a guard like okay the thing too like do you really want to spend your like, even if you can get arrested, like, maybe you just like the rush and getting arrested is part of it or something. But, like, as part of your retirement, do you want to really, like, spend a month of it in jail? I mean, especially not you know? in Elder Scrolls, because as far as we can tell in Elder Scrolls, it's the only experience we have is, like, guards that want to talk shit and don't feed you. Yeah. Like, that seems extra bad. It's like yeah. a half-thought-out prison system. Elder Scrolls prisons don't ever seem like a place I want to spend a lot of time. Like, there's a reason the screen goes black and comes back to you being out of prison. Because the, the interim is not fun. Okay. But depending on how just super-powered you can be in this game, too. Because, like, do we assume up you level up? Like, do we assume when you first retire, 
everything's a fucking struggle because you suck. <laughs> like, you know, when you get I to mean, max level... In my head, finally, canon, yes. I mean, okay, sure. Because um, then, in, like, a lot of Elder Scrolls shit, you also get the option of, like, okay, well, you can just, like, lockpick and get out of jail. I don't fucking know. Yeah. No, I, I feel Did like you, that applies, too. Which, okay. So this brings up another uh, consideration, then. Uh, because we're assuming, also, that this works perfectly. Like, it's the best version of that world running on the best hardware right mm-hmm. um star citizen pretty limited world though as far as like what's actually available unless you want to like like you absolutely could be like well i just want to be able to you know travel the galaxy and do whatever and that's cool but like if it, it all depends on the restrictions that you self-impose as to, like, you can only go to the places that they've modeled because, like, Elite Dangerous is kind of a similar scenario, right? Like, obviously, the food is a problem because <laughs> you don't really eat in that game. There's maybe not too many, like, uh, planets you can go to or anything yet. And I guess that also is kind of like an asterisk one because who knows what we're actually going to see with Starfield over the years, right? Right. Um, but... Even in the places that there are, like, there's plenty of places you can actually go. There's, you can eat, you can buy, like, different clothing, like, you can buy drinks. Um, you can just fly around in a bunch of different kinds of spaceships. And, like, if we're, if I could just could do random space shit and get enough money to, like, go buy some of those super luxury spaceships that cost, like, several thousand real world dollars. Like, yeah, all right. That seems great. Yeah. I kind of love that idea. The problem Um, that I have with that is there's, like, a lot of, like, high-level exploration, but there's not a lot of detail in the, like, walking around world itself outside of, like, the very, like, cosmetic portion. It it depends on when you played, because the last time that I played, like, they were still adding updates to a lot of stuff. Like, there's not a lot of, like, books and stuff to read in Star Citizen. You know what I mean? It doesn't have, like, this rich lore... And, you know, all these different races and characters to talk to. Like, it has some. But I guess in my head, it it seems like a lot less rich world and a lot less developed than something like a Final Fantasy or World of Warcraft. I don't know. Like, they've been adding a lot to them. Like, the last time I played, they started making modifications to certain spaceports. So, like, I actually, it took me two hours to explore just one tiny spaceport that had almost no services on it. Um, and there were just tons of NPCs, because you could go around and be like, yeah, this is where and that would one totally of their, be like, cool too. power stations are, and, like, fucking, it's just boring shit. Like, yeah, this is where the janitors hang out. Like, you can't even talk to them right now, but, like, we're also assuming it's gonna be like Westworld-style AI, so that might actually be interesting compared to it not well, being that interesting right now. Man, Elite Dangerous would be depressing, though, right? Like, every world yeah. you land on is just abandoned, and, like, every space station, like, outpost that you go to is just fucking on fire and abandoned, and people just show up and shoot you. Like, that yeah, must be no. the worst one, right? I feel like in Star Citizen, like, the places you can go seem like they'd be worth spending a lot of time in. Uh, if it had any bit of being fleshed out, um, as I guess, for, yeah, Elite Dangerous just seems like everybody is hiring everyone to kill everyone else 
constantly on a bunch of similar looking places over planets that have nothing on them. And there's yeah, only that, that like doesn't... 20 spaceships in the entire universe. Yeah. No, um, I, I think I would get bored of Elite Dangerous real fucking quick, but Star so, Citizen I could spend time in. So the other consideration here is I, I feel like we don't have to limit ourselves to MMO, right? So like, let's say, like, actually, before an MMO, my first thought that like spawned this whole like mind game exercise was like it would be cool to live in the pokemon universe yeah like that'd be real great the food is a little bit limited as far as like if you're locking yourself to player systems because the player doesn't ever eat right so like if if you're locked to player systems i'm not picking pokemon because hold on hold on hold on there's not a lot you can do there is food in pokemon no, that's that's what I'm getting at. Is like if you're if you're constraining yourselves to you are a player. Yeah. Like you're only ever feeding your Pokemon and you're only ever battling and like you can sleep and you can like, you know, go and you can buy items, but they're all Pokemon related items. There's no human related items other than clothing and like transportation. So like if if you're limiting it to that, I'm not okay, picking no. Pokemon. But if I'm okay. if I'm saying the world as a whole, that's probably my number one pick. Yeah, I was about to say, I think we have to make the same consideration for that though that we have for books. Like there's clearly a ton of like diners, restaurants, um, kitchens, like people are making food for each other. Yeah. So like it's, I would also probably have to the assume best. that it's yeah. So we'd have to assume that that does exist. And like, yeah, Pokemon would be great. That one is a bit more questionable, right? Because, like, we're not talking about a Pokemon game, right? We're talking about the Pokemon universe. Yeah, I I think you have to at that point, because, like, if you're going to pick one game, you just pick the most recent one because it's the most developed. Yeah, but then are you locked to that particular region? Because if I can go between the Galarian region and Kanto and Johto and all that, like, that sounds great. If I'm just locked to, like, Pokemon Sword and Shield, I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, no, I... Like, I again, I, I think this is purely up to us. There's no, like, limitation saying you cannot do this. Like, Well, okay, so here's, here's the thing. Like, we say Final Fantasy franchise, right? Well, those worlds are completely devoid from each other. I think you gotta no, pick I, a specific game at yeah, that point. Yeah, like, I, I think you gotta pick, like, Final Fantasy 14 or 10... Right in that scenario, but as far as like Pokemon, it it's all a concurrent universe. Yeah, whereas I mean, like Final talking... Fantasy is like, you know, I guess you could make the argument like, oh, I lived through Final Fantasy one through, you know, sixteen. Like you could make that argument. Sure, if you want to make that argument, I'm here for it. Like that's a perfectly valid argument in this completely pointless. Yeah you know exercise i think if we say all of final fantasy like oh maybe that but if we're uh, picking a specific game like i I don't know that there's any pokemon game where i'm like i mean i like some areas but i don't know i would spend all my time there again i think it comes down to what you're doing outside of the base game sure like you know hanging out in like pallet town like you got your own house you're hanging out with Professor Oak and doing some Pokemon research, helping these kids out start their new adventures. Like that's a pretty dope retirement plan. Or I'm like going with like Heart Gold and Soul Silver on that one. 
Kanto well, I just mean like Johto, you know what I mean? Well, I just mean like in the Pokemon universe as a whole. If you have the whole Pokemon universe and you're just like, I've been here a thousand years, where am I settling down and just spending a thousand years relaxing? Okay, so here's here's a question for that. You so you're in the Pokemon universe, but you're retiring. Okay. And we're gonna say, you know, that's several more decades of Pokemon games. So like do you spend your whole retirement trying to track down all 3,027 Pokemon? I mean, yeah, probably, because there's not a lot else for me to do. Well, yeah, but we're assuming there's a lot else to do, like, right? Maybe, maybe I spend 100 years becoming the world's foremost Beedrill expert. Well, do we, so, that's the other thing. Do we actually consider, like, retirement or, like, immortality? Okay, so okay, so two or three decades roaming around the Pokemon universe, it fucking come at me. So, in my original theory for this whole exercise, it you are at the end of your life physically as a human on this planet. You're you're 85 years old. Your body's given out. You've got imminent heart failure or something. Or like, you've got terminal cancer, you've got two weeks to live, and you need to decide, what world do I upload my consciousness into and live out an eternity there? And like, I guess you could say like, you have the option to hit end game and just terminate yourself permanently, if you want to. Like, you you have that option, I guess, because this is arbitrary. Like, make whatever argument you want. Um, and there is something to be said for what if you don't have that option, like you're stuck there forever for an eternity. What's, what's your heaven, um, or hell potentially. Um, but initially my thought was you could, you could terminate yourself. You could say, I want to black out and never wake up. That's totally an option. Um, cause maybe some people are like, I want to go fucking play black desert online and, you know, take out fucking 27 enemies at a time for, you know, a hundred years and then just fucking end game and call it quits. Um, well, cause here's the other thing. Like if you do a whole universe, like all of Pokemon, right? I, I could spend a few hundred years in all of elder scrolls. Yeah. Like, not just Elder scrolls online, but like elder scrolls all together. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only, the only place it gets a little fuzzy for me as far as like, playing these head games where it kind of becomes a disconnect is like where we're talking about like the final fantasy thing where it's like, Oh, I live through from final fantasy one through 16. Like those are different worlds in a lot of cases and totally different universes. And I kind of don't like the idea of like, I'm going to move from final fantasy 10 to 14. I kind of, like my own brain kind of says like, no, you picked the world of 10. You can't go to the world of 14 or one or whatever the case may be. Even like, okay, but what, about, what about games that have like, like, especially if we're doing games over just MMOs, right? Yeah. What about hard differences in time? Cause Pokemon has differences in time. Elder Scrolls. The only real difference in between the games is time. You know, Marwind happens like a few hundred years before Skyrim does. But it's also a region that you can visit. Sure, but if you've you're also in got, ESO. But you've also yeah, you've also got second era 
Morrowind and then third era Morrowind well, and, and that fourth era Morrowind. That's what I'm saying is like, I do kind of draw the line there in my own head. Like if I choose to be in Elder Scrolls online or I choose to be in like Morrowind, I feel like I'm stuck in Morrowind if I choose Morrowind and like the okay. world that is there. So this is why I was asking that question. Okay. Let's and you can I choose wanna... differently. No, let's say I want to live in the world of fable specifically the first fable oh that's an interesting one right but halfway through that game you get locked up for like 40 years and now for the rest of the game you're a lot older and in the beginning of the game you're really young so if you're going to have the passage of time in that how do you work that out differently than just saying like yeah no i want to start at like halfway through the second era in elder scrolls and just ride that shit out until i'm dead uh, i you think know? that's I think that's acceptable. I don't think you're locked to like the player experience as far as the game storyline, but you're locked to the world. Yeah. It's current time era. Like if I'm going to live forever, like fuck it. Yeah. Maybe I want to see several thousand years worth of Elder Scrolls history. Like let's, let's start with the, uh, cause you're, you're basically just like, you know, uh, what are they called? Um, what what are the god things in Elder Scrolls? I'm drawing a blank. Well, you've got like the Daedric princes. Yeah, like you're kind of like you one of those so... where like you see millennia of history. Well, I feel like you would be more like one of the uh oh god, what is it called? One of the tribunal? Like sure. Vivek? Yeah. Where like you're basically a Daedric prince, but you're not in like a godly form, you're in a mortal form. Like you can get out and make people worship you and shit. Like fuck it. You, well, what's you're, the, you've been uh... alone for a thousand years and you've mastered magic for <laughs> you. What's the cheese guy? Oh, Sheogorath. Yeah, I, I feel like I'd end up like Sheogorath, just fucking with people and really liking cheese. Cheese. Like yeah, that would no, totally absolutely. be me in Elder Scrolls. They'd be like, "What is with this guy and his cheese and his fishing? Like, well, why I mean, does he keep you... make me go fishing? Like, I'd if totally become read... an NPC for a thousand years." If you just respawn and like you can live forever, like yeah, I mean, not only can you go fishing forever, like fuck it, man, you you just start off on the second era and you're like, yeah, dude, I'm doing the ESO thing, like all the wars and blah blah blah. But like, okay, fast forward a thousand years, you're near the end of the third era, um, the blight's coming to Vardenfell, and you're just like, yeah, I don't know, man, I've mastered all of the magic in history. I will yeah. literally just stop that shit myself. <laughs> and that's an option. Like, I think that's why this mental exercise is fun, because you can toy with those ideas of, like, what would I do? Like, Pokemon. Like, what if you're, you become, like, this Pokemon breeder that breeds new types of Pokemon? Like, that's how we get, like, steel. Or, like, water bug type. Like, what if you are the root of that? That brings up some other questions. Is what happens if you just don't? Right. Right? You're you're an observer. we're, We're just not. Like, okay, so let's say you do the same thing with Pokemon, and uh, you, you start off in Kanto, and then, like, I think Ruby and Sapphire, that happens, like, three years after the events of Red and Blue, just like Gold and Silver do. It's like, okay, so what happens if you did the whole Kanto thing, and you became, like, the Pokemon master, you've got 151, fucking go you. And then the game try to push pushes you to go on, like... All right, well, you should go over to wherever the fuck Ruby Sapphire takes place. And you're like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to fucking play with my Gyarados for a bit. And it's like, all right, well, you've got one 
team that's trying to set the world on fire and the other one that's trying to drown the whole world and you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna play up by Gyarados, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's that's probably all of us at some point if you're there for thousands of years, right? You're just like, yeah, no, there there'll be another like flood in twenty years for yeah. the next game. Don't worry about it. Like yeah, Pokemon Team Rock starts- is about to blast off again, don't worry about it. <laughs> Like Pokemon gets really weird because like in the beginning they're just like Team Rocket is like stealing people's Pokemon and you're like I mean what's the worst thing that's gonna happen you don't care and then they steal most of the Pokemon and you're like yeah I just want to like hang out here but then later on in Pokemon it's like okay well if you don't intervene literally the entire universe will end and you're like oh, I should do something about that <laughs> but well and that brings up the interesting thought of like like wait what if this is like the new the new game mechanic where like this is the new expansion and care like maybe you know bill is gonna show up and he's supposed to be the chosen one that defeats team rocket and prevents you know them from blowing up the planet like yeah. i what if i fuck that up for him what if i don't stop the blight in morrowind and then like oblivion happens and Uriel septum still gets fucking stabbed in the back but like also the blight's still happening and you've got that dude under red mountain that's still trying to resurrect an ancient gundam to destroy the world so like that's probably something yeah (laughs) and like if you go into one of these worlds with all this knowledge and you like have the ability to go and like tweak the way things happen like that's another interesting aspect as well You know, like you go into fucking Star Wars with the knowledge of what happens to the Sith world, and you're just like, like "Nah, I'm gonna save them." I feel like that's a given, though, because like if I'm gonna live in, if I'm gonna live in like the Elder Scrolls universe, right, and I start hearing about the the Blight and the Nerevine and all that other shit going on in Vardenfell, I'm like, "Oh, dude, I I remember this game." Yeah, like I'm a hundred percent fucking gonna go do that. Like I want to see that shit. Yeah, I, I feel like that's one of the like benefits, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're picking Pokemon, it, it's it's very benign. Like the shit going on, you're just like, "Yep, I I'm really resigning myself to being a Pokemon master or breeder or you know whatever discipline." No, look, I I disagree, and I think part of that is just the perspective we've always been handled. Like we see a lot of things from like top down in, in uh, Pokemon. Right. Yeah. Um, so encountering Lugia, you're just like, yeah, okay. I got my items ready. Like bring it on, bitch. I'm going to capture you. But actually going into the middle of the sea, down into a waterfall cave specifically designed to house the all powerful, like God of the sea is probably a lot more exciting than it is just playing the game. Well, and I think that, yes, you're right, but also you have to temper that with the the consideration of, do you just respond? Do you just, like in Pokemon, do you just pass out and wake up back in a Pokemon Center? And you're like, LOL, guess I got to go to that cave again. Yeah, or, I mean, I you guess know what I mean? The... Like, that does kind of temper that if you're living by those standards. Well, I guess what else would you do, right? Yeah. Like, Lugia will still appear there. And fucking nobody else caught it, so I guess, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like that's an easy one. For and like, game. you've got the whole Pokemon Snap thing. Like, maybe you become like this badass Pokemon photographer, 
and like you can utilize the the hover invincible tank thing that they drive around in and you can finally like mod that shit aftermarket to go off the rails you just kind of like fucking teleport anywhere in the world i feel like the other thing too there is uh it's it's constantly even like the time mechanics are getting even more weird right because who knows when pokemon snap exists like we assume it happens around the red and blue era because professor oaks in the first game yeah um but you've also got like pokemon conquest that happens way in the past in feudal japan right and then you've got stuff like uh fucking what is it called the new the new one the arceus yeah. Which is going to be before there's even like gyms or a Pokemon League or Pokeballs or anything like that. So yeah. like there's there's kind of almost limitless potential with how things unfold in that universe. Yeah. Also, what if I just want to like, I wonder how it would work if one day I'm just like, no, nah, man, I want to play Pokemon Channel. Right. I literally want to see in a Pokemon themed bed in the middle of a Japanese forest and just watch Pokemon related TV all day. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think that's valid. That'd be kind of great. Like, I, so I, how how quickly do you get sick of Pokemon existing? Is what I wonder. Oh, I see the uh, thunderstorms decided to show up. Um, how about that? I was like, Jesus, what's that noise? Oh, right, thunder. Um, like that is the thing, right? Like, at some point, you got to start thinking about like. Yo, somebody's out there milking the milk tank. And that's where you're 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 drinking some Pokemon milk in this video game. Yeah, but I feel like almost everything in Pokemon just tastes good because it's supposed to. So who gives a shit? So, okay, another interesting game world that's not necessarily an MMO that kinda crossed my mind was the Monster Hunter world. I I was waiting for that. Well, I specifically because I think the food. Like, of all the yeah. video games, like, the food looks real goddamn good in that game. <laughs> the food does look real goddamn good in that game. That and there's, there's the Meowskiller chef, and I, I kind of want to sit and have a drink with him. You're not wrong. But I feel like I would And like I, I don't think that's my universe. pick. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like... think that's a pretty bad place to live. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem like a fun place to live. But I was like, man, if you could, like, jump around, like, willy-nilly between video games, which... I definitely draw the line there in this mental exercise. Um, but like, I'm probably going there for dinner. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. This thunderstorm needs to chill. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I I, there was another one and I'm, you know, there's some psychopath out there. That's like, I'd live in mortal Kombat. <laughs> like I just want to rip people's spines out all day. I, I love Mortal Kombat, and absolutely not. No, that's not the world that I want to be and, in. And then there's the world's most boring answer. Like I'd live in Second Life <laughs> or The Sims. I mean, Second Life's not too different from Cybertown, so I can't really say anything there. Also, it, Sims actually Sims is not a bad pick, though. No, there's like there's some pretty wild shit that you can do, like you know, with all their. 14,000 expansion packs. Yeah, and I mean, are we talking about the whole world? Like, let's say the graphics are going to be completely different because it's like a thing you're living in. But there's 
like hundreds of towns in different locations and you can even go on adventures so there's like limitless places to go and just like people to hang out with you know what the real downer is though you still got to go to work i guess you don't have to you don't have to but like that's a big part of that game is like your career path yeah, but your career path... I mean, you could be Santa Claus, which is pretty dope. It's, it's so unrealistic, though, because you can just be like, yeah, I'm just going to, like, poorly paint a, you know, picture of a fucking dandelion in my backyard with no skill and no training, and I'll get frustrated and give up halfway and sell it and make a profit of, like, $300,000 a year because fucking the economy's retarded, and so is everyone in The Sims. That's like that uh, that home-buying show the real estate show where they're like, you know, I, I'm a dog trainer and my wife grooms kittens. Our budget is 2.3 million. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly the Sims. Yeah. That is actually the Sims in the real world. Like, wait, what a minute. Wait a minute. Are you just drug dealers? You just, could you just not say that on TV? You like, you don't really need a job, but if you wanted to make more money, you could do literally anything. It's like, well, it turns out in the Sims, I'm now a vampire. (laughs) yeah like i i feel like that's not the worst the worst choice i feel like in the sims you could become very proficient at breathing uh breathing and doing it in front of like a couple of people i i like the first one better i mean with mods the the new sims harem mod (laughs) there 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 are understandably some 18 plus mods for, for sims that's a lot of things. I Can mean, you hear that? No, I can't hear a thing. Oh my god, this thunder is unreal. Um, yeah, I, The Sims I feel like would be a fun choice, albeit I still think it would be a little bit kind of boring. I don't know. I mean, yeah, probably it wouldn't be as fun as like Elder Scrolls. I think would still fucking win out for me. Like I, I would be torn between like Final Fantasy, Elder Scrolls, and Pokemon. Um, just because like, I, I really love the Eorzea world, like the final fantasy world. I fucking love that world and the way it looks and feels and the way that like the clothing looks and the NPCs act. And like, I I think that's just a really unique thing. And I, I've always loved the final fantasy world, like specifically tactics and I feel yeah, like 14 thing. is the closest to that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I was originally going to say 8, because I just love the world of 8. Like, I love the kind oh, of same. idea. That, that of was my world. first love, yeah. Well, that, I guess second. The more that I think about it, I'm like, honestly, though, probably 15. I got to say, as far as Final Fantasy worlds go, 15 had the best. I don't know. I I didn't play that much of 15. You should. It's it's a little slow at first and it's so outside the traditional like I'm going back and playing the Pixel Remaster games and whatnot. Yeah. And I love that old school turn-based shit. Like I'm always going to love it. But yeah, I don't know, man. For me, the... that was the deal breaker though. Is like I hated the combat loop in 15. The combat loop is really good in 15 once you let it get going a little bit. I'm I'm not like, saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, personally, I prefer turn-based combat in games. Sure. 
Yeah, no, I, like I said, I do too. But I think as far as just like the story and the soundtrack and just the fucking world and the general mechanics, like also you can definitely you can definitely go fishing and do photography and make food and there's a lot of good in that game. My beef with fifteen two is that I just I don't like how like normal to real life the clothing and aesthetic is of fifteen. All, all the way to like cars and like blue jeans and you know hat like ball caps yeah. i much prefer the you know the clothing and the aesthetic of like final fantasy tactics or 14 pure pure preference not that one's better than the other just for me that's always been my number one pick well, then there's always like final fantasy 13 yeah, like maybe I don't give so much about the story, but like the world was pretty cool, and there was a lot of unique clothing there that was kind of a mix of modern and Final Fantasy. Right. So like I might not like Final Fantasy thirteen too much as a game, but as a world to exist in, right? Thirteen's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think I think thirteen is a pretty solid choice. Um, but I think I would pick eight or 10 over 13 too. I don't think I would do 10. I don't think I would go anywhere near 10. 10 10 seems. I liked the environments in 10. Sure. But there was a lot of 10 that seemed fun. Most of it was just abandoned or it was just like, Hey, we're all poor because everyone's poor because climate change and i'm like okay well yeah no you're not wrong i'm just thinking like aesthetically at this point i guess um but like 13 definitely felt more modern to me and like i i never liked the modern approach to final fantasy and god there's probably a million people out there they're like oh god they're so dumb final fantasy 7 is the obvious choice but like that seems like a hell world to me but yeah fuck off it Final Fantasy 17 is not a place that I want to be at all. Yeah. No, fuck that. That, that uh, seems like a place that the people that are in it don't want to be. And 6 is also kind of a hell world. Like, I don't really yeah. want to live in 6 at any point either. Uh, well, and if you had to start 14 before the Rome Reborn, like that's a rough to choice, too. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why I was saying I wonder how time goes. But also, that might be kind of cool if you know you're going to live through it. Like, you could be one of those soldiers on the battlefield in the cutscene and be like, fuck it, I'm charging. I guess you could. That'd be kind of a cool... But sure. You know what I mean? That's like playing the video game. Like, when we go play, you know, World War video games and they're like, fuck it, you know, you're playing D-Day. Like, that ain't something you're going to choose to do in real life, but it's a video game and it's cool to experience through that. Yeah. I like, mean, I don't know. If I'm going to go through epic world events, though, I kind of want to live through Halo. Oh, see, I don't think I want to live in the Halo world. Like, everything like, is just war and military. If I can be a Spartan and do technically whatever I want, like, don't necessarily need to follow all the linear missions and shit. Like, I don't right. know. There's a lot of shit in the Halo world. And also, being a Spartan, you could be, like, a fucking god. Yeah, because who says you have to be Master Chief, right? 
Well, to that point, like, like fucking pick the Warhammer universe. Like, you know, you I, literally could be a god. I don't know. With Halo, there's all these different planets and a lot of new technology. There's a lot of shit to explore. Um, there's a lot of ships that can allow you to explore. Even the the world's the artificial world of Halo is is pretty neat. Yeah. And like, yeah, you can just kind of shoot shit whenever you want to. Like, fuck it, you're Spartan. Like, Master Chief doesn't seem to be able to die with a shit anyway. Like, let's go throughout the rest of time like that. But um in Warhammer, it's like forty thousand years of face fucking. I'm like, nope, get me out of here. I don't <laughs> want anything to do with that. <laughs> Uh, but I, I I do feel like we're we're getting away from like just the video game at that point. You're just like picking like lore universes, um, and like I do think this would be, and I I don't know, maybe this should be a totally separate podcast. It probably should be. I I think another really cool conversation is like, what if you had to pick an anime world to live in? I don't watch enough of anime to really have an opinion on that. I mean, I don't watch a, as much as a lot of people, but like, even if you break it down to like the really base ones that everybody knows, like Gundam, Naruto, uh, like Cowboy Bebop, uh, like, you know, there, there's some pretty interesting ones. Outlaw Star would be a pretty dope world to live in. Yeah, I don't know. It would probably be something like Cowboy Bebop. No, I only Cowboy Bebop seems kind of gross. But like Gundam oh, seems kind of cool. Uh, like a lot of the like, you know, you've got the the world col like off world colonies, colonized planets. Yeah, but Gundam is always like hyper capitalism and corruption and people that are under the constant threat of like running and or being shot. I mean, yeah, are the robots fucking dope? Absolutely. Everything else about that world seems like a fucking drag. I mean. I guess I'm looking through the lens of like, I can go and do whatever I want as a, you know, like an essentially a God in this world. Sure. And you would definitely fly around in pretty space robots as much as possible. It'd be like, why does this guy have a planet covered in robots? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is it doesn't seem like any other aspect of that universe. But like, there's like totally normal, there's like totally normal, like colonies that never get in, like never get destroyed or like, you know, they're not part of the war that are run pretty normally. Like there's, there's a normal world inside that universe too. But but they don't seem that interesting is what I'm saying. Like it's just, it, you basically, your retirement is normal world with lots of politics and, and then there's robots. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Like that world doesn't seem that fun. It's I like feel... Mech Warrior. I love Mech Warrior and I would love to drive around in a mech. Do I want to live in that world? Well, no. <laughs> I, I do feel like the one thing that Gundam has that like stuff like Mech Warrior doesn't have, and again, this is purely born out of my head. When I look at the Gundam universe versus the Mech Warrior universe, like the interstellar travel and like planetary colonization and like space stations are way more developed in Gundam than they are in Mech Warrior. And I guess I can make the jump in my head to like that would be cool. More so than no, Mech Warrior, even though I know Mech Warrior has that stuff too. Just in my brain, I'm able to envision it more there. I was about to say it's been there for a long time, and Mech Warrior came out around the same time, if not before Gundam. So, yeah, when did Mech Warrior come around? Now, now I'm curious. 
started when? 89 was Mech Warrior. Well, okay, but that that's not the universe. Hold on, let's see. Can I get it? I mean, that was the first release of Mech Warrior. Yeah, but the the universe that Mech like there's Mech Commander, Mech Warrior. There's a couple other ones, but like BattleTech is the universe that Mech Warrior takes so, place in. Classic BattleTech lists it as 1984. Okay, that sounds a little more correct. Um, original Gundam. Uh, seventy nine. Seventy nine. So yeah, that was the so, and again that was the TV show, right? So let me see here if there's like a precursor because I'm sure there was like a a manga or something prior well, to for, that. For BattleTech, there was a a TV show one point two. Um. Yeah, I can't really find it here with Gundam. There's just so much about, like, the shows and stuff. But, like, they're pretty close together as far as timeline goes. Like, they were kind of, like, early 80s, basically. Oh, okay, so there was a novelization in 79. And the manga was also 79. So, I mean, we're talking about, like... Five years difference, and one started off as a TV show, and the other one started off as like a D and D game, which usually has. Well, quite no, it a started off as own. a book. Oh, you're yes. talking about Mech Warrior. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. One started off as um, a book, and the other started off as a D and D thing. Right. So, I mean, like, there's very levels. Like, there's probably about as much, if not more, lore in in BattleTech. Oh, I'm so, sure. Like, military travel and all that shit. Oh, I'm sure. Again, I'm saying like just as far as my knowledge goes, because like I'm kind of limited to that. Like I know MechWarrior has more, but as far as like being able to pick and choose, like I guess I know more about like what I would be expecting should I choose the Gundam world. Yeah. Um, and I guess like that's that's kind of another thing that I initially kind of thought of like the Dot Hack universe, because um, that's like a really cool like super deep storied universe that has like generated worlds to explore, which I think is a really good addition to an infinite lifetime of exploration. Right. Like there's always yeah. something new, even if it's slightly different. Um, I think that's kind of a cool addition. Um, but again, that world also seems kind of hellish and just depressing. So. Once again, there's a strong case to be made for The Sims. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, like The Sims definitely would be a solid choice. Um, but I also feel like it's such kind of like a safe, boring choice. Like I know there's stuff to do, but no, especially safe... if you're limited to the stuff they've created for The Sims, like. Okay. No. All right. Hold on. Let's just say you're simple, right? I'm very um, simple. Uh, it's not as boring as, say, like Stardew Valley. No, absolutely. And I feel like Stardew Valley would not be a bad choice either. Fucking Harvest Moon. <laughs> I don't know enough about Harvest Moon. It, um, it's a farming sim. 
Sure, but it's it's what Stardew Valley came out of. In Stardew Valley, like, I don't know, there's a big emphasis on, like, doing stuff in town and building it up and hanging out with the people and maybe going to the bar and drinking a bunch and yeah, you, doing yeah. any farming. Like, fuck it. Yeah, you definitely go to town and make relationships and pick a, a wife and the whole nine yards. Like, that is that is the origin of those. Yeah. Um, like, all that came out of there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, there's definitely people out there that would probably be, like... Uh, Animal Crossing, like I want to live in Animal Crossing. That that depends on a lot of (laughs) fucking Animal Crossing depends on a bunch of things, though. But like, like, like they have text, right? So you can actually know what they're saying in the game. But when they talk, they're just like gibberish. Oh, I think I think you have to. I think you have to just assume that you understand everything. Yeah, assuming is great. Um, but if I have to hear that stupid gibberish noise every time I want to talk to someone, I, Animal Crossing is just going to become a murder simulator. It's murder simulator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, there's there's definitely some, like, psychotic choices out there, like fucking Mortal Kombat, like I, I mentioned earlier. Like, I want, yeah, I want to live in Mortal Kombat worlds. Like, oh, you want to live in our world, but rip spines out? I'm not friends with you anymore. Like, I'm going to buy you a Snickers and not not block you on Facebook, but I'm definitely unfollowing you. I'm not your friend anymore. <laughs> like, just don't, just don't hurt me when you go on the, uh, the murder spree. Um, yeah, that, that would scare me if somebody's like, I want to be in mortal Kombat. I'd be like, Oh no. Well, we got one. You need, <laughs> you need to watch this one. <laughs> Call the cops. Um, but no, I, I think there's, I, I think there's a really strong case to be made for like almost any video game world if you if you go with the uh concession that like you're not limited to what you can do as a player if you were just to like play the game on your computer or your you know console. Um, you know, as far as like reading the books in a in a game world you know, like Final Fantasy versus Elder Scrolls, where at least in Elder Scrolls, if you're limited to what you can do as a player in the game, at least there are books you can read. Um, but, like, I, I do think that this sort of mental exercise does benefit from giving yourself some more harsh restrictions. So, like, let's say you are limited to what you can do as a character, you know, with examples of like, you, you can't read the books in Final Fantasy unless you can read it as a player character. Um, are are you still? Do you consider Final Fantasy fourteen, or are you? Well, that depends on other things. Like, are we talking about the whole universe? Like, if we're talking about Elder Scrolls Online, are we talking about generally the Elder Scrolls universe? Because nope, I I think a... again restrictions. You've got to you've got to restrict it to where and what you can do in ESO or like if you picked Morrowind. I mean, even still Elder Scrolls, I feel like there's more things you can do and there's definitely a shit ton of books you can read for no reason. Um, Like I, I think I'm still probably final fantasy 14 for similar reasons. Like I, I think there's more things that I'm interested in doing than I am in Elder Scrolls. And I like the look of the world so much more. That's a big one. I like the look of the world. I probably like the look of the world more than Elder Scrolls, but I feel like there's just more to do 
in the Elder Scrolls world than there is in the Final Fantasy world. It's it's close though. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a right or wrong. It's just a, a personal preference. Um I, I do feel like there's there's more options as far as a character because the other interesting thing here to consider, like again, we're limiting ourselves purposefully here. Final Fantasy, you can utilize every job as one character. Whereas in Elder Scrolls, if you decide to upload yourself into a, you know, Imperial Templar character, you're stuck with those skills and you're unable to go and play as a warden, for example. That's not that bad. Um, Because you can still kind of do whatever the fuck you You want. You can still do all the content, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, eh. No, but here's a bigger consideration, which is kind of weird, right? Like, you can just buy potions in the Final Fantasy world to change your race and your gender if you fucking feel like it at any time. True. I don't think you can do that in Elder Scrolls. I don't think you can. Unless you want to just say, like, because technically, they're both cash shop purchases. You can't do that in Final Fantasy XIV without the cash shop. So, because you can pay to do that in Elder Scrolls too, I believe. And you, yes, I wasn't sure. I'm I'm not a hundred percent certain, but I I assume you can. Like that would be dumb if they didn't let people do that. That seems like just passing up money for free. Like they yeah, let you, you you can buy a potion to become a vampire or a werewolf. So I assume you can change your gender. So, um. I guess the other thing to consider in Final Fantasy, like if we want to say you can't do a race change, like Fantasia is off limits because it is a cash shop thing. Um, you do get one when you complete certain things in the story. So I guess you do get the option to do that, but you would have a limited number of times. Like let's say you get three of them over the course of eternity. You got your fucking genie. You get your three wishes. Yeah. Um, but like, that is one thing that you don't get to do in, uh, final fantasy is like, just go to a barber and change your haircut. Like if you pick that, you know, the giant spiky haircut, you're stuck with that for eternity. But so. you can also like unlock hairstyles and more or less change them whenever you want. In, in final fantasy? I believe so, yeah. No, no, you can't. I was almost positive. You, you have could. to use a Fantasia to change your, your appearance. Even yeah, if you don't change also, your race. But you've also got glamours. You, to change your outfit. I believe you can do that with other shit, too. Because I, I believe there's glamour hairstyles. Maybe they're... Okay, maybe. I, I don't know. I can't say you're wrong. I, I don't know. Um... And I don't think you can just freely change your looks in Elder Scrolls either. Yeah, you can. Can you? Well, the cash shop stuff, you can. Yeah, no, I'm I'm saying outside yeah. of the cash shop. Like, let's say the cash shop's yeah. off limits. I don't know that you have that option there either. And yeah, also, you, sure. you probably don't care. Like, I, I guess you don't care, right? Because, like, you're, you're not... Uh, 
I, I'm not saying you're living in this world as a third person character either. That would be really upsetting. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, at that point, so like, if I pick a hairstyle, that can like, does it literally just never grow or get shorter? It's just yeah, it, it's just that permanently. Cool. Color never changes. The style never changes. Never grows. It never falls out. Doesn't get burned. Like you're not like you getting dumped into the world of Final Fantasy where your clothes will burn off if somebody breathes fire on you. Um, it, it's video game rules. You are a character in the game. Um, and I guess there's also the option that like you just get the closest aesthetic to you or maybe you get a custom avatar in the game that looks like you. Uh, I, I think half the fun would be... So I'm going to be something. I'm going to be a kitty person forever. Fuck you. That's an interesting discussion too. Like, would you would you actually choose like cat girl, cat boy, or would you like would you be like, do I want to be a dragon guy? I I just spent a whole eternity as like a fucking mostly bald monkey person. Like, absolutely not. I'm not spending any more time doing that than I have to. <laughs> like, do I want to be like a nine foot tall elf person? Do I want to be a, a, a 10 foot tall ogre man, a rogadine? Okay, so that, that's it's even more questions, right? Can I pick what my role in the universe is? Like, if I'm not going to necessarily be a so, player character, but just like a immortal being that exists there, like, fuck it, man. Can I be a Daedric Prince? Like, if I have to I, follow these rules. I, I think that is up for discussion as far as like being a deity in the game. Um,. Like, I, I think, again, that's purely up to you. As far as my thought process goes for me personally, I think I look at it in the aspect of I'm there permanently and infinitely, but I am stuck within the constraints of a character so that I, I can't necessarily become an NPC like a Daedric Prince. But I absolutely should I choose to spend thousands of in-game years building up my character so that I can go solo kill a Daedric Prince? Like, if I can live in a universe for long periods of time, like, I will eventually just become a Daedric Prince. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, Talos does that, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I don't think there's... Uh, I, I don't think there's any reason to say you can't do that because you're just delaying the inevitable, right? If you were yeah. just to say like, oh, you have to slowly work your way up to it. It's like, no, it's fucking, this is my mind game. I can do whatever I want. I love Pokemon and Final Fantasy, but honestly, I think Elder Scrolls really wins it for me. If there's I'm so talking about like. There's so much to do. Like, I, it's such a big world. Like, fucking, I don't know, man. I think for me, it's a struggle between Pokemon and Final Fantasy fourteen. Just because, like, I love both of those worlds so much, and I think there's just an infinite number of things that I would be able to do in both of those worlds, and the characters are interesting enough. Um, but at the same time, like, I think I would get pretty bored of the aesthetic of the world of Pokemon if I were there permanently. Yeah, I don't think I would get bored necessarily of Elder Scrolls. Like, there's a especially if I get, like, the whole world. Like, there's a diversity of different things, right? But Pokemon, 
I th- I feel like is generally irritatingly upbeat. It it's too happy all the time. Yeah. It's like you wake up and everybody's like, hi, how are you? I'm so excited to see you. And you're like, no, you're not. You're working at McDonald's. Give me my coffee. Yeah, right. <laughs> so like, I don't like need everybody. this kind of happy. I, I don't want this level of happiness first thing in the fucking morning, okay? Like, Look like you work where you work and fucking just hand me my coffee and let's both just be upset that we're still awake. And I, I absolutely... <laughs> get genuinely angry at people for being too happy early in the morning. And no, I'm a morning too. person. 100%. I'm I, not a morning person. I am. Like, I can sleep like five hours and it could be like four in the morning and I'm wide awake and totally myself without coffee. And I still get upset when people are upbeat and happy in the morning because I'm like, no, fuck you. We all agree no one should be awake yet. Yet here we are. Yeah. Why don't you just fucking give me my coffee and don't talk to me? And oh, I, I know that me. sounds like I'm not that. Unfortunately, that's just how I am. <laughs> no, dude, if I come into work for like, I used to do this when I worked at the office all the time, but like I come in and people will be like, Oh morning. How was your weekend? Don't fucking talk to me. I have been here for 30 seconds. You wait till I've been here for at least a half an hour before you so much as say hello. I need time to drink and process the rest of this coffee. Unless you come in and go, guess what the fuck happened? Because I want to know that. See, I don't even don't want that. In, don't don't say happy shit to me. Like, I can deal with I can deal with things going wrong first thing in the morning. I don't know why. Oh, I, I, I can just, deal with things going wrong. Yeah, I'm not awake enough to to react or give a shit. See, awake is shit. awake is not the problem for me. It's the fact that I'm not yet ready to deal with humans <laughs> at that point in the day. Just like, I'm still struggling with the fact that it's another day. And God, that's depressing to say out loud. <laughs> um, like, it, the being awake part never really bothered me. Um, I, I think it's, it's more of a, like, I want time to just, like, chill out in the morning. Also, like... First thing in the morning, last thing at night, same difference for me. Like, I don't want people to fucking bother me right as I'm, like, winding down the day, like, getting ready to go to bed. Like, I don't want to deal with problems, and I also don't want somebody super excited about something good or bad, early or late. See, I'm used to waking up and, like, things being a problem or someone waking me up because something is a problem. I don't mind that. Well, I'm I'm used but, to that too, unfortunately. Like, but, yeah, all, like I don't like that's fine with me. Or just don't talk to me. That's fine with me. Like I don't. I'm good with it either. It's when somebody's trying to be happy with me, where I'm yeah. like, I can handle a problem right now. I cannot handle your enthusiasm for this day. Well, I think you, you need honestly, to fucking stop. Like, honestly, my biggest problem with like the super over the top like happiness, really ever is it always comes off as disingenuous to me. I never believe anyone's that happy to be at work. No, neither do I. It always seems fake. Like, yeah, maybe if I'm like showing up, like if I show up to a like fishing charter and the charter captain's like super stoked to go catch some fish, I'm on board with that because like that guy loves what he does for work. Like he's going to be out there fishing at like 4 a.m. whether or not I show up. But, like, if I show up to McDonald's and I'm like, give me a coffee, 
And somebody's like, have a great day. I'm so happy to see you. I'm like, you're full of shit. You don't make enough money and you hate it here. Like, it, it just comes off as like not genuine. I'm just like, you're not actually doing this. You're just pretending. I guess that's what bothers me about like the overt happiness. It, it seems like an act. Well, if people if people are that happy first thing in the morning, I just assume um, that they're psychopaths. Like they're always people that, are going to that or they uh, they take their uh, happy pills in the morning. Yeah, no, that's somebody that's like so fucking dead inside that they're doing everything they can to be happy. Don't worry, they're going to murder somebody soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it, it just it sets off red flags in my brain when I meet somebody that's like overtly like excited and happy first thing in the morning at like a job, any job really. That's not like a, you know, there's a few, it's not, it, it's not the, uh, it, it's the exception, not the rule, but like the, there are exceptions of like, Oh, you know, a fishing charter captain. Cause yeah, he gets up at four in the morning to go fishing or like hunting, you know, like those kinds of people that like what they're doing. And they're up at that hour where the hour is not an issue for them. It's just life. You know what I mean? Like their, their schedule yeah. is different than mine. Um, but like when somebody's like, yep, got up at 4am to come into McDonald's and make somebody an egg McMuffin. Ain't nobody want to do that. It doesn't matter what time of day. So yeah. anyway, totally off subject here. Um, I don't know. Like, I I don't think there's any one right answer, but if it really boiled down to it, I think I'm absolutely picking Final Fantasy because of the aesthetic, the amount of things to do, um, just the overall intrigue of the world, I think, is, is good. And if working within restrictions i feel like it has for me the best like list of things that i can interact with and do that i'm interested in doing because yeah there are books in elder scrolls but if i'm there forever that's probably pretty low on my list of considerations because you're going to go through those in a few days no matter what maybe a year if you're generous and a slow reader depending on restrictions i don't know i think i'm anywhere between uh star citizen and elder scrolls i I think star citizen is a good choice too yeah um and i don't think the i don't think star wars the old republic is a bad choice i think the uh well the general combativeness of the world is an issue um and then also like the funsies things and the food is definitely an issue there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, so that one. And, like, depending on restrictions, I guess, like, Star Wars Online, like like the Star Trek Online and, like, the Star Trek universe. That's a good one, yeah. I mean, depending on time period and what the restrictions are, that could be a lot of fun. Like, there's a lot of stuff there, so I don't know. Yeah, and you know another interesting one that's, like, if you want to really get into, like, there are no rules sort of thing, I think EVE Online is actually a pretty good choice. 
because that is like a super vast universe with an infinite number of like ships and characters and worlds to explore. Um, and if you're able to just say like, well, in my head canon, we do get out and walk around these space stations and, you know, I do pilot this giant fucking floating battleship and, um, you know, like I, I think that's a pretty dope universe because there's a lot of really interesting stories coming out of that, even though it's just a spreadsheet simulator. There, there's some cool storylines and people. So it's about Eve. It just seems like a level of hyper capitalism that I don't want to deal with. I mean, you could be a a smuggler. Like, there's a lot of like, you know, interesting shit. And you know, another cool choice. I don't think it's conventional or really a great choice for me personally, but picking something like Sea of Thieves is an interesting choice. If you want to go like spend your days as a pirate captain. That's another game that I just haven't really played, though. I think I have that game now. Yeah, so you do. We need to play that, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, no, I, I think my, my final picks are going to stick with Elder Scrolls or Star Citizen. I think that's where I'm at. See, I, I don't know why. Like, I know that Star Citizen's a really solid choice. And I think it's just because I haven't spent that much time exploring it because I've had so many technical issues. Um, I, I just can't say that that's even on my radar. Like, it fundamentally, probably, it seems like a good choice. It's probably Elder Scrolls for me because I feel like, depending on the restrictions, like, there's so many... There's so much time. There's so many things. There's so much lore. There's so much to explore. And Star Citizen, I feel it's more like the potential is there. So it depends on how how much do you expand everything. Can right. you go everywhere in the city that it looks like you're in, or are you only restricted to game space? Like, do we assume that there's a greater universe out there just because you can't go to it in that game? Like, yeah. Depending on where you put the restrictions, like Star Citizen can be strong, but Elder Scrolls, I think, is a safer choice. And for me, I think Final Fantasy XIV is my pick. And mostly because, like, when I consider, like, the game world that I would most like to exist in and just, like, go to the inn and, like, hang out with my friends and have dinner and drink a few pints of ale, like, I think that's my pick. Like, that's just the environment that I enjoy the most from MMOs. What's your pick? Final Fantasy XIV. No, I. If we're talking about specifically that, I agree with you. At that point, Final Fantasy is my pick. Like when I'm thinking about it, like I'm just gonna set up shop in one of these towns and like just go to the tavern and hang out with my buddies, and like you know, have a few too many ales and hop on my chocobo and hope he takes me home. Like I, I'm picking Final Fantasy. Like Elder Scrolls, it's a little. It's it's like a notch more dark than Final Fantasy in my brain. Like, and there's definitely like happy places. Like, I, I'm sure I could be happy in Elder Scrolls in Tamriel. Like, I'm I'm pretty certain I could find a way to be happy. Like, fucking build a cabin in the woods. You know, like I I for sure could be happy there. Um, but like when I consider like I'm just gonna live in Limpsolo Minsa and like fucking you know, go to the salty wench or whatever the tavern's called and hang out and have a few pints. Go no, hop on to... that fishing raid. 
We're we're going to Costa del Sol or whatever the hell it is. Like, oh hell yeah, yeah. Beach town. Just um, to literally go on that plank that leads out over the water and just drink around a bunch of half naked bitches all day. I'm hundred percent here for that. Yeah, like, uh, and that's Absolutely. the shit. When I like picture living in the world of Final Fantasy, I'm like, it just seems like a a lifetime or like a eternal resort vacation world. Yeah. There's a lot of places that I think would be a lot of fun. Like if it it depends, I think for me, it depends on if we're talking about retirement or if we're talking about like the eternity thing. Yeah. Cause if we're talking about over time, no, give me elder scrolls. But if we're talking about like for retirement, um, there's much more prettier, fun-looking places to just hang out for a few decades in Final Fantasy over Elder Scrolls. Yeah, I mean, if you want to say, like, you know, you can go retire and, like, you know, the way that time works and the way you age, they got you hooked up to machines and your body's slowly decaying, you know, and you're not just uploading your consciousness, so you do have a finite amount of time. You've got, like, 200 years or something. Like I, I'm definitely going with Final Fantasy. Um, whereas like an infinite amount of time, I don't know. I, I'm still probably going Final Fantasy, but I could more see the argument for Tamriel. Um, but like I just I I like I like being in Eorzea. I enjoy that environment almost all the time. It's an enjoyable environment. Yeah, I I mean. That one's hard to argue against. Like, yeah, Eorzea is kind of a great place. Like, even the big fight scenes and, like, when you're in the the bad guys' citadels and stuff, it's, like, fucking cool-looking. There's Magitech. There's gun blades. Like, fucking cat people and bunny women. Like, I'm fucking every bunny woman. But, like... I don't know. I, I, I do think uh, Tamriel has its draw because it's such a cool, rich world. Yeah, well, that's why I said, like, if it if it's definitely coming down to, like, you know, forever or until I decide to end myself, yeah, it's definitely Tamriel. But, like, if I'm only spending, like, so, like, if I'm not here for a long time but for a good time, it's it's Eorzea. Like, that seems like a better time in the short run. I feel like I would get bored with that universe eventually, and there would be that much to go do. But there definitely would be a lot to do in Tamriel. Yeah, I don't think there's any shortage of things to do in either world. And I, I guess when I think of Tamriel, I, I kind of look at it as like a really rich food where it's like really good for a little while, and then it just becomes too much. It's just so much all the time it's just like trying to eat like ultra rich chocolate cake where it's just like it's really good but at some point you're like i've had too much of this whereas like final fantasy just seems more mellow all the way through it doesn't seem like it's that big I, i feel like there isn't really that much to do um, like it would keep you going for quite a long time, but like there isn't even really that much of a history. Like there isn't really much for the world to go. It's like after a while, you're just like, yeah, there's um, 
this is where the enemies are, and this is where the not enemies are. Yeah. I don't know. Elder Scrolls, like, there definitely seems to be a lot there. Yeah. Over a I, long period of time. I guess and, to me, I I considered the like I considered it from the aspect of a retirement more so than like if I were transported there to live out my life sort of thing where it's just like if I just showed up in Final Fantasy world and I get to live there for another 30 years, I think I'm probably less likely to do that than Tamriel. Just because I think Tamriel is more interesting from like a things to go and do perspective. Whereas like the world of Final Fantasy, I find more appealing to just exist in. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Again, there's no right or wrong answer here, but I I think everybody definitely has their preference. And like the one interesting thing in this brain exercise for me is there's very few like absolutely not choices as far as like MMO worlds go. Um, there's a, there's not really a long list of like hard no because of this one specific problem. Like the one major one for me is like, Oh, they don't eat in this game. <laughs> like if, if I'm transported to, you know, DC heroes online or whatever it is, DC universe online, like that seems bad to me. Cause it's just like, yeah, it, it's just like quest until you don't exist. Um, well, I don't know. I guess if you are in a game where you could be like a superhero forever and you didn't really have to bother with eating, like, would you even miss it after a while? I would like, I would, I want that to be present all the time. Like the idea that I could play or I could live in a world where there's no penalty for eating 37 cakes seems pretty dope. Like, imagine that, like you can eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want. And like, Oh, you drank too many ales. You stumble around a little bit for about 30 seconds and then you're back to beginning to the beginning and you can do it again. Nah, like there's no consequences. No, I'm not really into. I'm not really that food motivated. Like I eat garbage mostly because I hate eating, and when I do eat something, I want to eat something that I like. But just Mm. saying that, like you could eat delicious food nonstop with no consequences. Like, yeah, I don't really give a shit. I don't know. I'd rather just have to be like, you don't have to eat at all. Like you just don't have to worry about it. See, for me, it's the opposite. Yeah, that's a deal breaker for me. Like, oh, that world is off limits. I'm more worried about, like, I have to eat, but also the food looks like it's mostly crap. That seems like hell. And, like, World of Warcraft, I think, is a solid choice as well. Like, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not upset with anybody that's like, I'd totally live in Azeroth. I think that's a totally valid option. I just like Tamriel and Eorzea more. Yeah, Azeroth just seems like a terrible place to be. Like, yeah, there's some neat shit to look at, but, like, I don't fucking... And there's a lot of fucking irritating things in that world. Yeah, and I feel like with Warcraft, you could take off or put on as many restrictions as you want, and the answer's still no. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, it's... There's nothing that you could do to make me be like, this is a superior choice to those other two options. 
Yeah, no, um, it's not. Like you could you could convince me that WoW is a better choice than like The Sims, for example, just because like if I want to go and be an orc warlord, I can do that more realistically in WoW. Um, but like that's going to be a hard sell against the Sims anyway, even still. So, so I have a, I also have a weird little pick, but I feel like we can't really go that far with it. Cause I'm sure you don't really know it that well, but perfect world international. I'm um, familiar with it. Yeah. That was actually a really cool world. Like that would be a fun world to chill in too. Yeah. No, so, there's a few that I have like that too. Like, um, Ion, A I O N. Um, yeah. That's another game I really enjoyed the general world of. Yeah, there's some of them the game is not really that great, but like the world is set in seems like fuck yeah, I would do that. Yeah, like there's there's not a whole lot of MMO worlds where I'd be really pissed if I got dumped into outside of like, you know, the really arcane like, you know, gangster world ones, but like the major MMO, like fantasy MMOs. Like I'd I'd probably be perfectly happy in most of them. Like you know you could do worse than Lord of the Rings Online. You know fucking hang out in the Shire and drink with hobbits seems all right. There's always other stuff like uh like like cloud punk. Yeah. Like that seems like it would be good. Like there's a lot of sci-fi worlds. I think that would be pretty fucking See, dope too. Sci-fi always always seems a little bit more rough to me because it always seems like the focus is on like the seedy underbelly of the sci-fi world that you're looking at. It's very rarely like a friendly uplifting point of view or even like a normal point of view. Well, Cloudpunk seemed like, okay, yeah, like you do some sort of investigations as like part of that game, but the world itself seems just kind of like, really chill and also techno futuristic so like that's yeah. neat yeah sure that's a neat thing um as for like cyberpunk yeah cyberpunk seems like it would be a fucking nightmare like, I don't know yeah like i i don't want to live in the world of cyberpunk 2077 that's for fucking sure yeah or shadow run even for that matter um, okay but what about like uh deus ex like still... there are parts of deus ex like earlier deus or like it earlier Earlier is actually later in the timeline. Like that Deus Ex seems kind of horrible, but like the Deus Ex from like the newer games, up until the climax of the story itself, like the world doesn't really seem like that bad. It actually seems kind of neat. Well, not not to say that they're not neat, but I guess I prefer if I were to like pick a, and maybe it's just because like fantasy is further than sci-fi from reality for me. Um. But I, I guess I just prefer fantasy over sci-fi. And whenever I think sci-fi, I think like Cyberpunk 2077-esque, like everybody's doing crimes all day. <laughs> like like just murders in the street and like hacking and like living on instant ramen is like the thing that comes to mind when I think cyberpunk. Um and it just turns me off immediately, even though, like, I totally agree. Like, there's definitely a, a better part of that. My brain just can't make that jump. What about what about Borderlands? Yeah, I thought about that's... that, too. Uh, that's another one of those where I'm like, hard pass. Well, we don't really know. Like, Borderlands only takes place on, like, 
two or three planets. Like, we don't really know what the rest of the universe is. We just know what the worst of the universe is like. I feel like, based on that, though, we can't judge it outside of what we know. I mean, we have some idea. Like, if you look at Hyperion... If you if you look at like the way Hyperion is, not necessarily the structure of the company, but like the way the people dress and what kind of technology they have and what's considered normal, because everyone there considers what happens on like Pandora to be batshit crazy. Right, they're they're, um, they're redneck, you know, psycho planet. I get it, but like I just don't know enough about it to. To say, like, oh, it might be okay. Because it might be corporate hell. Or commercial hell. You know what I mean? No, you're right. It, it, that's very much a I, I just don't know enough to say. Because that was one of the ones I thought of, too. I was like, well, that's a goofy, fun world. Oh, except for all the psychos and murder. <laughs> there would um, be a lot of murdering everybody else or getting murdered a lot. Yeah. And, like, the whole, like, yeah, you die, but you have to pay to respawn. Um, like that seems like the fact that that's like a basic normal part of that world kind of makes the rest of that world suspect to me. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, no, you're not, like you're the not most, wrong. the most backwoods redneck planet and it's littered with these pay to respawn stations. Like, mm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that doesn't seem great. You're right. <laughs> Oh gosh, um, but yeah, but I I really do want to do this with uh, like anime worlds or TV show worlds too. I I think that would be a fun one to do because like I think we'd have to do TV show worlds because I don't I just don't know enough about anime and I don't want to go back through and reeducate myself on like, some of the old anime either. Like uh... the idea of like, do I want to live in like you know, kind of like you were talking about, like the cyberpunk world is kind of like how I kind of identify like the world of outlaw star where it's a lot of like space cowboy, like cybernetics and like arcane magic technology mixed in with it is really appealing. And then like also the idea of like living in the Naruto universe where everybody's a ninja and has fucking magic ninja powers and they all eat ramen all the time. That seems okay too. Um, I, that, that one's not up my alley. I, I, I understand that's not up your alley, but like, that's a fun discussion totally. to have. I think, I think the space piratiness of like cowboy bebop seems fun, but when you actually look at any other part of the cowboy bebop universe, it, it seems, all seems bad. It's pretty gross. At it's best. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you either have like metropolis mega city planet or like old West, like, people fucking pissing in the street dumping sewage out their window with hookers on every you know other building in a brothel and people shooting each other over fucking whiskey and card games like i don't want to live in the wild west even if there's spaceships in the background (laughs) like like hard pass thank you yeah that's a hard pass um what do you feel about uh living in the no man's sky universe I don't know. I part of it seems cool to just like make your own you know city or whatever on a planet that you colonize and discover and everything. 
But then the other side of that is like every space station is identical. Yeah. And it seems like even, the only even thing there is to do is even if you let the AI be super smart and independent, like the NPCs still seem like they'd be kind of boring in the universe. Yeah, that universe is like interesting from a gameplay mechanics perspective to me. As far as like a world and like story and lore building universe you know i i don't think i'm on board with that one i i think there's not enough there for me to be interested for more than you know a few years at best because ultimately it comes down to flying planet to planet mining and scanning things to be able to continue doing the same thing over and over or stand around at a settlement or a space station and watch the traffic. Like, it just seems like there's not a lot going on there. But I don't know. I think so. That's about all I got. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely wanna. I want to do like a a TV or like media universe discussion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like the obvious thing here is like. I don't think anybody's like, yeah, I want to live in the Attack on Titan universe. Like, that's the number one hard pass. Maybe people just really like being attacked. Yeah, eaten by giant, like, monsters that look like naked humans with a rictus grin all the time. That seems good. If you just get respawned all the time, I mean, maybe they're just really into boar. I don't know. Well, and and that's a discussion for when we do that episode, because (laughs) like in attack on Titan, you know, it's not like a video game where you respawn. Those people get bitten in half and they're dead. We'll have to come up with new rules for that one. Yeah. I think that's another can of worms to open later. Um, but that, I think that'll be a fun discussion. Like I, I for sure, like, I'll I'll just say it out the gate, like, the Naruto universe really appeals to me, just because it's got that same kind of, like, aesthetic and vibe feel that uh, Final Fantasy has for me. Um, And I mean, like, we kind of talked about Gundam a little bit, but, you know, I think you're right. I think that's not necessarily a fun place to live. I think that's, you know, a lot of corporate bullshit and bad times for everybody yeah um but yeah i'm excited to do that conversation i think that's going to be really fun and i'm gonna have to brainstorm that because that's that's a lot you know what i mean like video games mmos it's a pretty comparatively small number of things to consider versus like the world's created in media like maybe we should come up with some like uh segments of that so that we can kind of like make it a little bit more interesting other than like this is the most fun world to live in out of all media creation i think if you're like hey you know like you've got like animated shows versus like you know realistic alternate universes or something like that or like super I think we just have universes. we just have to draw specific uh rules for whatever the rating is going to be and be like, under these conditions, pick from this. Or even like, you know, you've got to pick a, a Marvel, you know, city to live in or, you know, a DC universe city or, you know, cause they've got these made up places like Gotham and, um, 
shit like that. I think there could be some fun conversations to be had. Like, would you rather live in Gotham or what? what's the one that Superman lives in? Uh, it's not like, I don't think Metropolis? it's just, Yeah, Metropolis. Like, would you rather live in Metropolis or Gotham? Like, it's a very different aesthetic, very different superheroes flying around. Which one's more dope? I can tell you. Which one would I rather live in? Exactly. Not the dope one. The dope one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're probably not picking Gotham in that discussion. Oh, it's not. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, it's, we definitely need to do more of this for sure. Yep, yep. All right, man. Well, that was fun. I, I think this is one of the most fun podcasts we've done, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but all right, you guys have a good week, and uh, let us know what uh, what video game MMO world you would want to live in. Yeah, have a, have a week. All right, later, guys. This is what I have instead of coffee.